Welcome to the Goddess Talk Sessions, passionate, transparent, down-to-earth conversations about how you can learn to rock your goddess life. I'm Shan Vanderleek, founder of True Balance International and Transformation Goddess, here with Lisa Marie Rosati, creatrix of the Goddess Lifestyle Plan and Sugar-Free Goddess. We have transformed every molecule of our beings and celebrate the sacred lives we've created. Hey, Lisa Marie, how are you? I'm stoked that we're together again for another Goddess Talk session. Well, so am I, Shan, and I am awesome. I'm totally, totally stoked, too, to get, you know, dive right in. Dive right into a new subject. Right on. And today we're going to be discussing letting go of attachments, which I know is a big topic for both of us. And I'd love to just start with you sharing why you think it's important for the women that we work and play with and the women all around the world to learn how to let go. Well, I just love these juicy questions, Shan, you know, (laughs) (laughs) they really make me think. And I, I love when the organic sort of responses come up. Well, it really depends on what we want to let go of. Sometimes we need to let go of anger. There's so many things to let go of because when we let go, we allow space, healthy space for new stuff to come in. So what do we need to let go of? Sometimes it's anger. Sometimes it's our pride. Sometimes it's our need to be perfect. Sometimes it's our need to please everyone but ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know? It could be many different ways, but but letting things go is always the way to allow the healthy space for something new and mo- most times more wonderful to come in. One of the great exercises that I like to do with people and, and often perform myself is to look at the people, places, things, and responsibilities in my life, to do an audit, if you will, <laughs> and see how, how are things coming together here? Is there anything that I'm hanging on to that no longer serves me? And what does that look like? I think that often we don't take the time to do that audit. We just continue on doing what we've always done, showing up for the people um, that we've always shown up for, taking on responsibilities sometimes that we're ready to say no to, but don't know how because we feel guilty. The other thing is, who are we carrying on our backs? Who, whose energy <laughs> are we shouldering or carrying on our backs that we can learn to let go of? That, those are some of the things that, that come up for me when I think about letting go. Mm, yeah, though that's really a good point because a lot of times we do carry a lot of baggage, other people's baggage, because, you know, we, I really believe it's part of, you know, the way that we've been brought up as, as women to always be there and be considerate of of other people and to be nice and you know we've had conversations about about what what does the word nice mean anyway isn't it really aren't you supposed to be nice to yourself and doesn't that look like not having to really put up with other people's crap why do women feel that being nice looks like shrinking not really speaking their mind and taking on everybody else's problems be and and worrying about everybody else before themselves i don't understand how culturally women kind of took on all of this definition of nice that I think really, it's not nice to us, first and foremost. Right, right. You know, <laughs> when you say the word nice, it makes me just cringe a little bit. Like just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> it's 
it's a, if somebody tells me I'm nice, I think, oh, they have no idea how how much that just makes my hair stand up on the back of my neck because while I am very kind, I am certainly not very nice. <laughs> I love that. And you know what? I totally get that because I got to say too, I'm compassionate. I'm kind. I wouldn't say I'm nice. I'm nice to myself and I'm kind to myself. And I've learned through this work, through these transformational years that I've had to actually be forgiving to myself. Right, right. Well, and, and you know, and the reason why I bring up the whole nice thing is because because of that connotation that nice equals doormat. It does. It You know what? Energetically, it does to the world because when because the way we're taught as little girls, say please and thank you and mm-hmm. never say things. And, and oh, if somebody hurts your feelings, you know, don't bring it up. Just, oh, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. We're taught from a very young age to poo-poo our feelings about things. And as we get older and older, we continue it. We grow older. Then people get more and more nasty because the older you get, you know, you get more skills in the nasty department. And, you know, we, we, we find ourselves in these old behaviors of shoving down when our boundaries are crossed because we want to be nice. Nice. Exactly. And that, and that adds to this, this heaviness and this weightiness of all of these things that we are carrying around with us. Women that that I have shared time with, and I know you have too, that are just finding their voice for the first time because they've been stuffing their own opinions and their their ideas and, and their creations away somewhere because it wasn't appropriate to bring them forward or because they didn't feel like they had permission to come forward. And So today I invite everyone who's listening to get really clear about what you might be hanging on to, about maybe some of these old stories, some of this baggage that truly isn't serving you well and that isn't even the truth. The truth is you get to let it go if you want to. That is a truth. And I want to also, you just may, you know, by saying that you just kind of spark me to, to kind of clarify something. There's a difference between truth with the TH at the end and what's true for us. Truth is universal truth. That is truth from the divine. It is something that cannot be, you know, it it can't be misunderstood just the way it is. It's not good or bad. It's just truth, universal truth. And then there's our truth what's true to us. And, and many times in our life, you know, this discussion is what can, how to let things go. Sometimes we need to let go of old belief patterns that were kind of browbeat into us as children that no longer serve our well-being. First of all, that's one thing we need to get rid of. If I didn't mention it in the opening statement is we need to really, as women collectively, get out of release the need to be nice. And what does that word nice mean? And number one, number two, I should say, I'm I'm getting all flustered here, is that nice to ourselves is actually the way to go. It's not nice to others before yourself. Honor thyself. And then you can show up to the world in the most empowered, healthy way. Right on. Oh my gosh. If there was just a way that we could take this energy right now, this current that we have between Long Island and Northern Michigan, <laughs> 
and just here it is. Take a hold of this energetic thread and know that you get to put yourself first, that that is how you begin. Letting go begins with identifying your needs, with identifying what no longer serves you, to look around and make sure that the people you're spending time with are healthy and kind, that the places that you hang out support you energetically, that the things that you love that are in your life still serve a purpose, that you still do actually love them and, and want them around you, that the responsibilities that you've taken are truly in your best interest and are serving your community in the way that you want to or your family in the way that you want to. You get to look at these things and you get to see, what am I carrying around that doesn't feel good anymore? That is being nice to yourself. That is true, compassionate self-care. And everything energetically shifts around you according to the way that you are kind, nice, compassionate, and understanding of yourself. That is the paradox. That is the scratch the head, holy crap moment for me. It was like the minute that I realized I, I desire to release the need to be nice and liked by everybody. Yeah. Listen, I, I, it was the most... It was a scary shift. I'm not going to lie. It, it's scary because you're thinking to yourself, will everybody abandon me? Will nobody want to talk to me? The truth of the matter is the right people stay with you and the toxic energetic vampires, will they go away because you're of no use to them anymore? But who really needs those people anyway? Sucking your goddess juice. Right, right. And you don't. And we, we often think that we're better off with that additional insulation <laughs> with this layers and layers of, of people in our life because they've always been there or because she was my college friend or because we once knew each other when or well goddesses change that's our job that's what we do and it's okay if you outgrow someone else it's okay if you need to step back because their energy isn't doesn't make you feel good, doesn't support you in the way that you want it to. And that doesn't mean that we're just total bitches and we're telling everybody to go take a hike. <laughs> it means that we take a look. Take a look. How does it feel when I share time with you? Do I feel good about myself? Do I feel like the three hours just went by and in, in, in five minutes? Do I feel supported? Do I feel heard? Yeah. Mm. You know what? Also, I'll, I'll piggyback on that for me, because I, I love when you say feel what I have found with most of my clients is that they don't they think it's it's in the head. When when Shan is saying feel what I really, really want to clarify is this is how I do it. It's the way I feel in my gut, in my core. Do I feel when I'm done in my body? Do I feel like I want to cross my hands in front of my chest and protect my core? Or when I'm done with that person or spending time with that person or talking with that person, do I want to open my arms, open my heart and allow the love and the, and the amazing high vibration to vibrate out of my soul into the world? It's a physical, visceral feeling that is not found in your head with logic. What's found in the head with logic is the inner critic, 
is all the reasons you shouldn't do things like, oh, I've known her since college and, and I just, I feel bad. No, you don't feel bad. You just don't want to be a bitch. Let's just call a spade a spade. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. Right on. So right the on. Is how do you feel? And, and, and one of the wonderful universal laws I love to talk about and bring attention to is guess what? We vibrate around the same level of vibration as the people we surround ourselves with. So now the higher vibration usually wins out as opposed to a high vibration or low vibration or the way you could look at it is a glass half, em glass half full person or a glass half empty person. But I got to tell you something, it's very easy if you're not mindful to be sucked down into the abyss of low energy when you're constantly having vampire, you know, people sucking your, your goddess juice from you. So it's very important to surround yourself with people of, an, of a high vibration or equal vibration to you or higher. And it takes, it takes some courage. I always say better quality, not quantity. Absolutely. Such an important lesson to teach our children and to share with as, as many as we possibly can. It's the biggest gift. It's one of the best gifts, one of the most amazing gifts that you can give yourself to surround yourself with high vibrational people, with people who are positive and in love with life. You know, the other piece that we often will, will hang on to are responsibilities. Um, maybe you uh, stepped up to be a volunteer in a particular organization or on a board of a particular organization, or maybe you're the one who always does, you know, insert whatever it is you do here for, um, for a group that you participate in. Uh, all of these things are, are perfectly wonderful at the time that you say yes and want to do them. But there also comes a time when you outgrow those responsibilities or outgrow those areas of interest that just may no longer be what, what you want to do. And, and again, you have permission to take a look at that and make some changes. A hundred percent. That's a great point. And you know what else? We get hooked on a feeling us women, don't we? Sometimes, have you ever run, run into women who've been wearing the same hairstyle since 1975? You know, <laughs> I call it getting hooked on a feeling. You know, so things don't always have to look exactly the same. Another way that it shows up for women is, you know, I deal with a lot of a lot of women who have digestive issues and and, you know, they're gaining weight after 40, et cetera. All the things, common, common things for women. But they they will say things to me like, Lisa, I've always been able to eat that way. Or Lisa, I, I, I was never sensitive to dairy before. Things change. We are a living, breathing creature. That means that on a moment-to-moment -moment basis, our physiology is changing. Our thought processes are changing. We can alchemize from lead to gold in one second flat. That's how long it takes to have an aha moment and have a breakthrough. One second. So let me ask you something. Why is it that we don't take a look, collectively as women, we don't take a look at what no longer serves our life? Why is it, well, that always worked for me, so guess what, it'll work for me? No, it's, and, and it's an underlying festering discontent about yeah. something. Yeah. Take a look at your life. What does it, I have to tell you, sometimes my thoughts change from hour to hour. What worked for me an hour ago no longer works for me. I try <laughs> an hour and I don't like it. So that's 
Well, it's certainly one of the reasons why you and I get on so well is, is because we understand that cycle of change and that, you know, that it's, we're continually, continually transforming. And it, we each, we all deserve to have a better understanding of that so that we can get really, really clear about what we want our life to look like in this moment and in the days ahead. It's kind of like the things that we hang on to forever. Only keep the things that bring you joy, the things that are of beauty, the things that have meaning behind them, that, that when you look at them, I look around my home and my entire home has become a sacred altar. Yeah, I have to say mine has, mine is has always been very much so because I have a design background, an interior design background. I've always designed my spaces to really reflect who I am. But the more and more I travel this divine feminine road, uh, my life is, uh, my, my, my world around me is transforming into this gorgeous, well, I call it goddess central. And I got to tell you, my family thinks nothing of it. I am really able to express uh, the divine feminine openly in my house, my uh, in our home. And also I, I really have the, uh, we can't forget the sacred masculine because that's right. what helps gives, give us balance. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. So Absolutely. It's, it's a very, very blessed sort of divine house. I, I know you, you clear and bless your spaces. So do I. Um, it's a beautiful, high vibrational home. And listen, we're all human, right? Sometimes we have days that, that suck the biggie. We have to clear, clear the space. We have to bless the space. We have to set our intentions. But more importantly, like you said, clutter. Clutter is something that, you know, those are things we need to release. We Some do. things that are sentimental, we can put away in a box. I have memory boxes. Sure, sure. Put them away because they're things I'm not ready to part with, but they no longer serve my everyday life. Right, right. You know? So I thought that was a great point. I mean, really, really take note of your life and take note of who's in your life. Who are you spending the most time with? And take a look around you. What do you what do you, what does your closet look like? What are you holding on to in your life that's causing emotional and physical clutter? These things, these clutter things will actually block you from transforming your life because they keep you stuck in the old energy. Mm, here, here. So true. Well, I think we covered a heck of a lot today on letting go. And I'm really grateful that we have the opportunity to come together and share like this. And when we come back again next time, we'll be talking about how what, what we can do after we let go is learn to receive with grace. And receiving is something that uh, is really important for women to understand. We were meant to be receivers. We are here to receive and we have somehow turned that around. So then the next time we come back together, we can talk about receiving. Thank you so much, Lisa Marie. It's been an honor to hang out with you today. Oh, I feel the same way. I love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Goddess Talk sessions. You're welcome to visit Lisa Marie at goddesslifestyleplan.com and connect with Shan at transformationgoddess.com.